0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living, with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. It's a fact. Women in business are on the rise. We've all heard of Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg and Yahoo CEO Marissa Meyer, both of whom rocketed through the glass ceiling to become household names. And those two famous females are hardly alone. Women now occupy 24% of corporate senior leadership. Vicki Malazzo is the author of the New York Times bestseller, Wicked Successes Inside Every Woman, and she's here today to talk to us about the strategies we need to take advantage of this moment for women in business. Hi, Vicki. How are you?
1: Great. Thanks for having me today.
0: Well, I'm so glad to talk to you again. I learn so much from you every time in your book. Wicked Success is is really an eye-opener for women. Now, it's funny because every time I prep your bio and get ready to speak to you, I realize that you started your career as a nurse, as an RN, and yet here you are as a best-selling author, author, top of the heap in the business world. How did you do it?
1: It's one step at a time, and also... Knowing that I was in a dead-end job and wanting to do something different, I decided to take my experience as a registered nurse and translate that into a business idea. And so today I train and certify registered nurses who consult with attorneys and insurance companies on medical cases. So a lot of times we have an expertise that we can translate into a more interesting profession or even owning your own business.
0: Yeah, and that is fantastic. And it seems like this really is the time for women. What do you think are the biggest indicators that, in fact, women in business are on the rise?
1: Examples like Sheryl Sandberg and Marissa Meyer, as you suggested. The more women that do it, the more women know we can do it. And also, women are outpacing men right now in education. We are uh, 50% of bachelor's degrees today and Catch this, 63% of master's degrees are earned by females.
0: Wow, that's amazing to me. Where are we standing in terms of income? Do you know that number? i just sort of throwing it at you, but are we catching up or over-surpassing them?
1: 40% of women are already out-earning their husbands.
0: Wow, that's a big number. A decade ago, that probably was a much smaller number.
1: You can bad it was. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's funny because you say that many women are already the chief everything off officers anyway and that makes them especially capable of being business owners and leaders. So, what do you mean? Are you talking about all the the balls a mom has to
1: juggle or Sure, moms, wives, you know, we manage so much. Not just our careers, but we manage our households, the meals, the shopping, the transportation, the kids, the schools, all of it. And so All of those skills are transferable to a career or to owning your own business. We're used to being in charge.
0: Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. And we know
1: how to juggle uh, so much more than men. You know, men are more easily rattled than women by having 10 things to do at once.
0: And and we're used to it, as you say. That's right. we spend spent our lives doing it, or at least our lives, as, it, as you say, moms and wives. Well, you say that the first way to get there is to act like the executive you strive to be. So what do you mean?
1: What I mean by that is every day that you're at the office, it's an audition for any position that you're desiring, whether it's an executive uh, position or some type of promotion. And the more you already act the part the more likely you're going to be cast. As an example, I have two women in my office who are executives. They started out at lower levels, but throughout the years, they started to act like the directors of their department. In fact, people within the department already thought they were the ones running it. So when it came time to make the decision, it was really an easy one for me.
0: And, you know, you say something important that not only are you acting the part, but you want to dress the part, too.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I think today we have such relaxed dress codes, and I'm all for it. We have it in our office. Uh, They'd probably go on strike if we tightened it up a little bit. But you want to think about, again, what is the position you're striving for, and is that dress code appropriate for that position? Don't dress for the position you're in, dress for the position you want.
0: Oh, that's well said. I like that. And that you know what? That holds true for men and women. That, that I mean, what you, a, a lot of these tips in fact hold true across the board, across all genders, but it's it's uh, really important to remember. And the other thing you mentioned is don't be a commodity.
1: Yeah, what I mean by that is uh Today, it's real easy, especially if you're in a big corporation, to kind of shrink into your chair and you become the invisible employee and you do what everybody tells you to do, right? And, and you're good at that. But the people who really are going to rise and get promoted and get the big pay raises, these are people who make themselves pretty much indispensable or at least their boss thinks they can't live without them. And they are the people that are getting them there involved in the big projects.
0: You know, it's funny with all of the outsourcing that's going on and and all of the, you know, um, ways that people can get a job done very inexpensively and cheaply. I, you're so right. If If all you're going to be is data entry girl, that can be done at half the cost, you know, remotely. So it's yeah. true. You have to really, really make yourself invaluable. Well, you also mentioned go big or go home. And I really like that. And I think that's probably hard for a lot of people.
1: Well, email, for example, you know, we all want to be the fastest responder, and I call that our feel-good addiction because it feels good to clean it out, right? But again, the people who are getting promoted, they're not necessarily the fastest responders. They're the people who are involved in big projects. So the way I like to think about it is email is not your job. Email is a tool to get a job done.
0: Oh, very well put. Very well put. But what do you mean don't respond, don't be the first responder? You mean take a minute to mull through it? or?
1: Well, what I mean by that is we can get so caught up in the busyness of the day that we never take the time to get focused on any significant big projects that really advance the company. And so before we know it, the day's over with, but all we've done is handle email.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I've started trying to do? Only respond to emails for a short period in the morning and in the end of the day.
1: Very smart. And for some people, they may say, hey, I need to do it more frequently, but give yourself a break yeah, and turn the noises off. You don't need to know every time an email is coming in.
0: Yeah, some people say even close every window you're not actually using, because if you've got Facebook open, your email open, etc., you're apt to go, oh, let me just take a little peek. Oh, well, let me take a Facebook's little peek.
1: a black hole <laughs> productivity. <laughs> Again, it's a feel-good addiction. We all like to feel good, so yeah. we can end up being busy all day but we haven't accomplished
0: yeah very true very true well one of the things that you talk about is the fact that 60 percent of people find jobs through networking and networking is another one of those sort of sticky wickets you know it does it work does it not work how do you do it right when is it just a waste of time what what tips do you have for networking
1: Well, it absolutely works. That's been proven. And we all know it's not what you know, it's who you know. But when I talk about networking, I'm not necessarily talking about a networking breakfast where you're networking with people who are at the same level as you. I'm talking about networking with bigger players. So, for example, at the office, you know, try to to not just hang with the people who are at your level. Try to have conversations and network with people who can – be your promoter for you, because see, this is what men do really good. Men campaign all year long for their pay raises and for their promotions. They know how to get other people in alliance with them to promote them.
0: So that is great. So, do you think it's okay to walk up to your boss and say, "I'd like to have lunch"? <laughs> I mean, what are some tips for that?
1: Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. What's the worst that could happen? I guess, right?
1: Absolutely. And again, you know, there's people in other departments that you can network with as well. A lot of times your next big thing is not in your own department. It's in a different department.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you said that guys will campaign all year long for their salary negotiations and, and you know, get everybody primed for a raise. And yet women often don't. What do you have? What can we do there?
1: Well, we have to be our own number one fan. I think men are really good at tooting their own horns. Women, it's a little harder for us. But just to give you an example, I counseled a woman recently who I think is very strong at what she does, but the people around her don't have the perception of her because she doesn't know how to really campaign for herself. So I'm not talking about bragging or being obnoxious about it. But men are very good at letting you know their accomplishments and that's what women need to start to do more of.
0: Well, and it's funny because we've talked about a couple of things like, you know, that men will campaign all year for a pay raise. Men will sing their own praises. But what I love is that you suggest one of your strategies is be a woman, not a poor imitation of a man. And so flesh that out for us a little
1: bit. Well, I don't think anybody wants to work with a bad imitation of a man, right? The world is ready for women. Uh, I think Sheryl Sandberg is good proof of that. Yeah. And so we should embrace our qualities, our collaboration skills, our agility skills. And an interesting study, Harvard Business Journal, it proved that you put more men in a room and the collective intelligence of the group no improvement in the intelligence, but you add women to the group and the intelligence of the group increases. I attribute that to our collaboration power. We're good listeners. We want to have other people contribute. We don't have to own every great idea. That is a strength of women.
0: You know, it's funny, Vicki, I'm part of a brainstorming group, and it is all women. And it is true. We encourage, we build on each other's ideas without, you know, jettisoning the ones that, that uh, the others in the group have had. It's kind of amazing. You can almost feel the energy of a group of women thinking.
1: Absolutely. There's nothing like the power of women together.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Vicki's book is called Wicked Success is Inside Every Woman. Again, it's by Vicki Malazzo and Vicki's website is wicked dot com. I'm going to put a link to all of Vicki's tips. And I'm telling you, this is our year, ladies. Let's take these tips and run with it. Vicki, it is great to speak with you again. Thanks so much for your incredible insights.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q!